Hey, this is Jewel Bejavarapu, and you're listening to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. Welcome to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get pregnant without the emotional roller coaster. If you want to learn how coaching can relieve stress and balance your hormones, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Jewel Bejavarapu, and I am an infertility and IVF warrior, as well as a certified life and holistic health coach. Are you ready? Let's go. About my experience, pretty much um, for the biopsy, I did chose to go under to get put to sleep because I heard it was very painful and I don't, just don't think I need any more pain in my life after having 28 years of endometriosis I am like no thanks I'd rather um be put under for pain without a purpose at least um so that was that was that that was easy we flew up to Virginia and flew back so that's my little update and then next week we are actually going to the Smoky Mountains to go camping which should be super fun. Um, we ha- I haven't been camping in maybe like 10 years. My husband's never been camping. So we're going to kind of do like a trial and error trip. So we'll let you know how the camping goes. We even bought a tent. We went to REI. It's been like super official. I'm like, I'm excited. Um, and it's going to be pretty in fall and not too hot. So I think I'm hoping for success so we can keep all the camping equipment and do this in the future um, versus like taking it all back to REI. Anyway, let's get to today's topic for the podcast. So I posted a post today on my Instagram account. Um, if you want to go see it, the post is still there. And I got I got kind of like a lot of like haters. Um, one in particular, I uh, did end up deleting and blocking. So the post was about, the context of the post was about um, chronic disease, infertility, um, endometriosis, PCOS, they're all chronic diseases, right? And chronic just means they don't have like one way of looking. They don't necessarily have one way of solving it um, and that they can last for a lifetime. And my post just said was a fact that 90% of chronic disease can be solved through diet, lifestyle changes, um, decreasing stress, all the things, right? like things that you can do to change. And like I was saying in my post, like how this is so powerful and so amazing because that means like that puts all the power back into our hands that we're not like the victims of these diseases. We're not the victims of our healthcare system or saying like, oh, well, there's no one way to fix it that we just will have to suffer forever, right? Like if this is all lifestyle and diet and like other changes, then like you can do a lot of the work to fix this if you want to, if you want to do that work. And I got this quote from the book, The Disease Delusion. So that was written by Dr. Jeffrey S. Bland. I highly recommend it. It's a really great book talking about our current medical system and um, functional medicine and how they to, how they can work together and how um, it all works. So um, go read the book if you want to dive deep on to like functional medicine versus Western medicine. And functional medicine, I am not a doctor. I... Um, practice functional medicine principles, holistic medicine principles in my coaching. Um, I really believe in a holistic 
worldview and a holistic way of approaching all of diseases, problems, health issues, emotional health issues, mental health issues. I think it's like a combination of things, your body, your mind, and your spirit. Um, So like mind-body medicine is kind of what I practice in my coaching, my fertility coaching. So that was kind of like the overview of the post of what I was talking about and how I help my clients um, with these diet and lifestyle changes so they can have better quality of lives and reverse their infertility. So this person, this comment that I got, well, this is, I'm going to read you the full comment and then we're going to go back and kind of dissect it. So she says, whilst I'm sure you're only trying to spread the positive message, I actually think this post is extremely harmful. So are diet and lifestyle changes going to reverse adhesions and growth on my ovaries, uterus, bowel, and bladder caused by endometriosis? Obviously not. This message seeks to place blame on individuals experiencing infertility, and even worse, you're looking to make money from it. Shameful. So let's start with the first first accusation. Um, Are diet lifestyle changes going to reverse the adhesions and like endometriosis um, in her body? Well, as you know, I had severe endometriosis, And kind of what I wrote back was I did get surgery for it. 100%. I had tried. Part of my endo story is that um, I've had endometriosis, painful, painful periods, all the symptoms since I got my period when I was 11. And then um, when I was 27, I started looking, I started like taking it seriously and um, just I was more empowered to try to like fix it, to try to not be in pain so much. And so I changed my diet. I went paleo. I took a bunch of supplements. Um, I did acupuncture. I did like massage. I did like all the all the holistic things, and they helped maybe like ten percent out of like the hundred. Right? They helped me feel better about ten percent. I feel like I learned how to manage the pain better by doing those things, not necessarily getting rid of it or making the condition better, which is why I decided to do laparoscopic surgery. While I was trying to get pregnant, couldn't get pregnant, um, did the laparoscopic surgery. They found adhesions everywhere on my uterus. My tubes were blocked, um, scar- scarring, um, just classic endometriosis symptoms. So like, did diet and lifestyle changes help me like, get the adhesions and the growth on my uterus, my endometriosis, to disappear? No, they did not because I already had it. And it was kind of like, I kind of want to say like it was too far gone, right? The the adhesions were already excreting estrogen, already causing hormonal havoc in my body. Like they needed to be removed so I could have a clean start. So yes, I am not saying that diet and lifestyle are going to literally decrease and remove your adhesions or your endometriosis if that's your case. I am not saying it can be removed, but I do. I am saying that diet and lifestyle changes can prevent it from coming back. Right? Because we have to look at endometriosis as an example, and we have to say, well, where did it come from? It just didn't like show up one day, right? Like, why did you get endometriosis in the first place? Um, endometriosis is an autoimmune disease, and it is related to diet, it's related to autoimmunity, it's related to hormones, and it's related to like block pelvic energy. Um, you can say blocked pelvic energy, trauma, stress, whatever you want to call that. It's related to these diet and lifestyle changes. Which puts it into like, hey, um, like, how did I get into in the first place? Probably all of these diet and lifestyle things that as a child, obviously I didn't know. Like, I drank 
um, a shit ton of dairy, right? Like from a very young age, I think I probably drank like four glasses of milk from like non-organic milk from a very young age. I know now that dairy is does not agree with me. Like I do not have dairy anymore. And dairy is also not good for people who are having endometriosis because of the hormones in dairy in classic cow milk. Um, that's not organic. That's not from a farm. All the things, right? Because those hormones add excess estrogen to your body and estrogen causes adhesions, which is, helps the excess estrogen is something that causes endometriosis. So did I know that back when I was like seven or eight or six? Did my mom know that? No. So of course, like, like there's no blame. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not blaming my mom. I'm not blaming my family. I'm not blaming society. I'm not blaming myself for endometriosis. But like, if I had had maybe a less stressful or traumatic childhood, if I had eaten the way I know how to eat now, if I had um, had different lifestyle habits and different things and exercises and all the things, all the lifestyle and diet changes that I know now, back when I was born, could my endometriosis have been preventable? I think so. And that's kind of what I told her. I say, like, I think that we really have to look at what's causing the endometriosis get to the root cause because endometriosis is a symptom. It's a sign of a further imbalance in the body. Okay. And yes, I totally am making money off of helping women do this because I am a business. Um, Doctors charge for their services and I charge for mine. I am an expert in this field and I do charge for it. Um, I think also people like when you pay more money for things, like I pay lots of coaches and lots of fertility experts and doctors to help me learn more and to figure out more of my health issues. And like, I'm happy to pay them. So yes, I do make money in my business. for helping women feel better, which I think is a noble cause. So then she goes, she writes back and she says, I'm glad you agree in your comment that diet and lifestyle cannot actually reverse infertility. No, I don't think if you already have endometriosis, not not necessarily infertility, but if you are if you have an endometriosis, that you um, probably might need surgery to remove it and then start fresh and then work on preventing and healing the root cause so it doesn't come back. Now, infertility, I think you can totally reverse infertility, one hundred percent through diet and lifestyle changes. I totally believe you can. Um, she says you needed surgery. Yes, I did need surgery. She says. I'd be interested to see your sources for the suggested cause of your endometriosis. Um, even basic research doesn't show stress or diet as a cause. I actually completely disagree with that. If you look at Christine, just one source would be Christine Northrup, Dr. Christine Northrup. She um, talks about endometriosis in her books and she does sort diet and autoimmunity as a cause. There's actually a lot of people who do source that and I'm sure there's a lot of doctors who don't source that. And I think that's really what I want to talk about is like functional medicine versus Western medicine. Conventional wisdom, conventional Western medicine said that our health is 70% genetics, 70% like what happened to us and 30% lifestyle and diet changes. And I think that's where she's coming from is this conventional Western medicine model um, that functional medicine kind of turns on its head and said, wait, and like conventional Western wisdom and the conventional Western medicine model was born from acute illness, you know, back in the day, 200, 300 years ago, where most of the illnesses were acute illnesses, right? They were like one pill, one disease. We figure out the cause. This is what's causing, you know, 
this disease, we give them the pill, it's gone, done. Versus today, we're not really dealing with acute illnesses. We've kind of eradicated most of them, honestly. Like, let's think like smallpox. Um, I can't, I'm trying to think about our acute illnesses, but you get that idea. Like the germ theory, one germ, one pill, it's gone. And so that's how doctors are trained even today. It's like, okay, how can we find that one medicine or multiple medicines for the symptoms? And we just try to do one medicine per symptom, um, one, you know, and then we just get a lot of medicines and, um, because we're solving, because what we're, what doctors are trying to do is they're trying to put an acute medicine model on to chronic disease. And the majority of diseases today are chronic. They're, we're dealing with diabetes, Alzheimer's, asthma, um, heart disease. Um, all of these things look different in different people. There's not one gene or one way you get these things. It's a conglomeration of a bunch of different factors. Maybe one factor might be our genetics, but I bet you anything that's gonna be like the smallest factor. The majority, and what I was saying in my post was the majority of chronic diseases, about 90% come back to our lifestyle, our habits in the 21st century, which unfortunately many of them do serve us, but also many of them don't serve us. And um, doctors, Western, Western medicine doctors convened trained in this conventional wisdom are looking for like a pill for an ill and they're not looking at the holistic person they're not looking at the whole person to see like okay what other things what other stressors what other traumas mental and emotional health um diet lifestyle like how these interact with these chronic diseases and infertility is very is a chronic disease and it and it falls into that category um and we know that because infertility is on the rise it's an epidemic at this point, um, infertility has come more and more and more things. And so it has to make us question like diet and lifestyle, what has changed diet and lifestyle. Okay. And not lifestyle, but like also habits and stress and trauma. And like, we go into all the little details, but I'm just calling lifestyle as like overall stress, exercise, sleep, trauma, emotional relationships, spiritual, all that stuff kind of falls into that lifestyle category. Um, and then, so like back to the post, the, the comment, um, she says the cause isn't actually known, but most likely to be a combination of genetics, retrograde menstruation, hormonal issues, immune system disorders, and so on. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's totally a combination of all these things. And then we have to get back to the root cause. Cause that's what we do as a fertility coach. That's what I do. Um, in the functional medicine model, what we do is we figure out, well, okay, well, what's causing the hormonal issues? What's causing the immune system issues? What's causing the retrograde menstruation, right? So it's like, she's saying the cause is all these things, but I'm like, yes, all these things are symptoms of a deeper root cause, right? Because like, if we get the surgery and we continue our diet and lifestyle, nothing changes. We just get the surgery. What happens? We know the endometriosis comes back, right? That's been proven that it comes right back. It's also been proven that if you change your diet and lifestyle, that it, it doesn't have to come back, that you can do preventative the diet and lifestyle changes to prevent it from coming back, to heal that deep root cause issue in your body, which normally actually leads back to your, to your gut health. Um, so, um, she said, she pretty much, to summarize, she pretty much says scientists disagree with me. And I'm sure some some scientists do and some t- scientists don't because I really think it depends on what camp you're in, right? Like, um, and 
she goes on, you know, says, as somebody who has had endo and needed surgery, can you not see how dangerous this, dangerous this could be? And I, and I don't, I don't see how dangerous this could be. I see this as like empowering women. Like, hey, your changes in your diet and lifestyle can help you prevent disease. How is that dangerous? I don't know. And she says the gold standard for treatment of endo is surgery. Yes. And I got surgery. And I'm also doing lifestyle and diet measures. Like I'm big into that to prevent it from happening again because I don't want to get another surgery. And if I know if I did nothing different, then what happens? It comes back. Of course it comes back because you're not changing anything, right? Um, She says, anybody peddling any kind of different message as a cure for this chronic disease is promoting harm and potentially worsening a person's fertility. My friends, I do not believe that eating vegetables and good sources of protein and eliminating processed inflammatory foods, getting a good night's sleep, de-stressing your body, de-stressing your mind, getting men- focusing on your mental and emotional health is going to worsen your fertility. I just downright disagree, right? And so I also want to talk about the why why this maybe was so triggering because I think something that's really interesting when I get like kind of controversial because I didn't think this post was controversial at all but when I got uh not only her comments but a couple of other comments um people mentioned like oh this post is causing is putting a lot of pressure on women with chronic with infertility um that she's she was saying that you're causing you're saying that women cause their infertility um that that when this triggers you this much to comment on someone's post and to like go back and forth with them like why and I think that's like the part of the coaching part that I just think is so interesting it's like why does this trigger you so much like why saying that you have a role to play in your health that is not happening to you that you're helpless like why is that why is that triggering because you're not helpless there's a lot you can do and if you don't believe in the functional medicine model, that's totally fine. You're probably just not my client <laughs> or my or who I'm talking to right now. But um, that's, and that's totally okay. We can disagree, agree to disagree. But I think it's just so interesting. It's like when, when another person said, like, you're putting a lot of pressure. And I just want to say, like, my post, the fact that 90% of chronic disease is, cause, is caused by lifestyle factors and diet, that's like a C. That's like a fact, right? It's like someone has studies, you can go and prove it. Um, I got that fact from from the book. That's like a, a see, it's like a circumstance. It's a fact. And then we have all these thoughts or, you know, we have all these thoughts about the fact. My thought about the fact was my post. It was like, isn't this so empowering? Like now we know 90% of the things we can do something about. We can fix. We can step in to take responsibility for our minds and bodies and our health, no matter how we, how we got there, Right? We can prevent things from happening in the future. We can have knowledge to, to give to our future children. That's how I interpreted that fact. Versus she interpreted this fact as like, like falsity and I should be ashamed. And like, I shouldn't be telling women that they can do something about their bodies and their health and their infertility. Um, another person said like, I... I um, this made her, that like I'm putting pressure on people. It's just a fact. And I'm so, like, I think my coaching question would be like, why do you feel the pressure? Like what thought is giving you feeling that pressure when I literally said the opposite in my post? But like, why does that fact cause you pressure? Why does 90% of chronic disease can be 
filled, be dealt with um, by diet and lifestyle changes, why does that cause you pressure? Maybe because you know deep down, like you could be doing more than you should, than you are. Maybe you're in victim mentality and you're like, oh, this is happening to me and you just want to whine and complain and blame someone about it. And so you're blaming, you know, someone else besides you about it. I don't know. I don't know. These are just guesses um, based on experiences with the clients and experiences with myself and looking at my own thoughts when I'm feeling kind of that judgment or that pressure or that sense of like um, righteous anger. That's often, it often comes back to me. Right, often comes back to what I'm thinking and how I'm interpreting that other person's um, see, that other person's comment, that other person's circumstance of what they said. So I think that's just that's just something that I think is just very interesting. Is like when I'm reading this, not even just the content of it, but just like how I could tell how triggered she was, how my post just triggered her enough to want to write all these things and like argue with me on my own on my own Instagram page you know like she felt she had like to, the right to argue with me on my own Instagram page which she can and by um and like you know have the natural consequences but um like she clearly was triggered by this and I'm just just want to like put that out there is like Oftentimes when we're triggered about someone else, something triggers us and it's a message for us to look into ourselves. When we blame someone else and we're in victim mentality and saying this is happening to me, that's a message. Those feelings, those anger, that the, the, those feelings are a message for us to look into ourselves and ask ourselves why. Why do we think that? How am I blaming myself? How am I, what's triggering for me about this? And just like kind of just take that deep look into yourselves because I promise you it's probably 99% not the other person and probably mostly yourself. Um, that's your triggering, um, that's getting triggered, like part of, you know, who you are and why that's, why that's triggering. And I think that's, that's something that I look into a lot with my clients um, and something that we coach on a bunch and I coach, I get coached on too. Um, I think the one last thing I want to leave you with is that, like, when she was saying, like, did you caught, you were saying that women are causing their infertility. No, I don't believe I unpurposely caused my infertility. I do believe that now that it's here, I, now that I've had a chance to look at it from like a kind of third party perspective, that I can see kind of the triggers that triggered the endometriosis, the diet definitely triggered my endometriosis, the trauma, childhood trauma for sure triggered it. Um, I think my lifestyle, my amount of stress that I had in my life, my life was pretty stressful for many, many, many years. The belief systems that I had about myself, um, um, sleep, exercise, too much exercise, too little exercise at different points in my life. Um, I think that all of those have 100% played a role into my infertility and endometriosis. So now did I cause it, cause it on purpose to myself and saying, oh, I'm going to blame myself for this? No. Am I blaming anyone for it? No. But I am 100% taking responsibility and saying, what can I do to make this better? What can I do to fix this now? 
and not putting the responsibility on my doctors to fix me, not putting responsibility on my spouse to fix me, and not putting responsibility or blame on outside people to fix me. It's totally up to me. And how I do that is through functional medicine and through lifestyle and diet changes because I have seen so much progress in so many um, ways, um, both for myself and my clients that have reversed infertility. Um, because yeah, chronic disease comes down to lifestyle factors. And that's really where we are heading as a, in the medical world is functional medicine gains popularity and holistic medicine gains popularity, seeing that medicine is a systems-based approach. It's not um, one body system in isolation or one disease in isolation. So my friends, I hope that that helped you understand kind of the difference between Western medicine and functional medicine um, and just gave you kind of a learning and coaching approach on how um, some of my beliefs and how that, um, how kind of like how I just respond to those, to those comments and accusations and how, um, to coach on being triggered and to what to do when you are triggered, um, really look inward into yourself. So if, if you resonated with any or all of this and you would like to, some help on taking responsibility and healing your infertility, healing um, your mind and body and feeling better. I say get off the emotional roller coaster and get pregnant. That is something I can definitely help you with. I've actually had three clients this past um, this past couple months get pregnant and um, through the work that we're doing. So send me a DM on Instagram at Simply Jewel Coaching, or you can reach out to me at hello at simplyjewel.com and send me a message and we will be in touch. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Goodbye. If you love this podcast and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. If you want to take this work to a deeper level, then I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility to learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.